Last month during our break, I led my first ever in-person retreat. This is something that I have been dreaming about doing for many years. And that dream really expanded when Jacob and I met. I could instantly see he and I holding spaces together, leading classes together, and creating opportunities for people to be nourished and loved and healed. It is my absolute greatest joy to hold space for people as they move through a big emotion, to get to create transcendent experiences for people, to cook for people. And with my North Node in Aquarius, community is always a huge part of my focus and my vision of the future, both personal and collective. In my model of the world, virtually every problem that we have in modern day is a consequence of moving away from indigenous living. Community is paramount. Community is the structure that everything else fruits from. I've always found myself in roles where I'm leading community or gathering community or something to that effect. And while I've had this really deep yearning for like-minded kinship, to parent in community, to live in community, to share land with people. I've also simultaneously had a fear that I was incapable of being immersed in community long-term. I am someone who is a very deep introvert who requires a lot of solitude. And I've often felt that that was incompatible or potentially incompatible with this dream of living in community. As Jacob and I planned the retreat, there were equal amounts of excitement and worry for me about how it was all going to go down. Was I going to run out of social battery halfway through and just not be able to give anymore? Was I going to be awkward and not be able to meet someone where they were at? Was I not going to be able to serve and hold space and give and love in the way that is important to me to do? I really had no idea how it was going to go, but I knew that I would probably learn a lot no matter what. And then something really surprising happened. It felt so easy. I felt like I had been friends with these people for years and we were having a big reunion. Granted, I have gotten to know them over the last year in the Higher Self Sanctuary, but I didn't expect to feel so at home with everyone. And I heard that sentiment shared by others too, that they felt so safe and comfortable, that it was easy not just to be around each other and cohabitate for a few days, but also to just pour their hearts out and go really deep with each other. On the second day, I had this refreshing realization sweep me off my feet, and it was this. I love who I am in community. I love the parts of me that get activated by being around other people that don't get activated as much in solitude. I love who I get to be for others, especially for other women. I love feeling my light shine onto others in person rather than just through the screen. Jacob and I talk a lot about this system of six human needs and one of them is contribution. My contribution often happens behind a screen through this podcast, through the sanctuary, through the courses and programs that I offer. But to be with other bodies in physical space, to have this nervous system symbiosis and communication of body to body, voice to voice in the same space, 
there's just nothing like that. You, you can't emulate it. You can't replace it. It's what we were designed for. I know that so many of us have this simultaneous longing and resistance to community, especially after the last two years of this very interesting time that we've lived through, where there is this sort of forced isolation. And maybe you were very relieved about that, or maybe that was extremely challenging for you, or maybe a bit of both. I know that as we gradually unfurl from life at home out into the community again, there can be some clunkiness to it. You know, whether it's actual social awkwardness or it's the fear and novelty of being in relationship with many others again, there can be this unease in navigating it all and trusting ourselves to be able to handle the hiccups and the lack of practice and all that might come up in that process. A lesson I learned in my anxiety healing journey was that isolation breeds anxiety. And that while we often isolate because of anxiety, and that can be needed for a little while, the longer we go without stepping out of the house, or whatever it may be that feels like our edge, the more fear and worry and concerning potential scenarios we will build up in our minds. We have to actually step out beyond our comfort zone and just do the damn thing. We have to just leave the house. We have to just get out of town. We have to just go to a party. And, you know, there's a bit of nuance to this. We don't want to force ourselves when there isn't a nervous system level of readiness present. But let's assume that this is all in the context of feeling ready and wanting to step out, but maybe worrying about if we can still do it. We have to remember that we are a tribal species as humans. Connection and healing in connection are hardwired into us. We know how to do this, even if we feel a little clumsy at first, even if we've felt clumsy for much of our lives. There are so many of us who have realized over the last two years that we actually fall on the autism spectrum, especially as more research has come out about how that shows up in women, which is entirely different from how it tends to show up in men. We have to regain our belief and our trust in ourselves and how capable we are or how capable we will become. I was surprised to find that I actually didn't need to practice being social again. I was able to just dive right in. There were times when I needed breaks, but overall, it was beautiful. And it was a wonderful opportunity to practice boundary setting after all the work that I've done on that in the last few years and speaking up for my needs and my preferences. There was a point during the retreat where I was kind of having one of those, like, my social battery is running out. I can't talk to anyone right now. I'm getting overstimulated by listening to so much talking and I can't tune it out. I knew that I needed to recharge, but everybody was hungry. I was the one making dinner, so I'm in the kitchen. And there was, you know, maybe like six or seven people hanging out in the kitchen, having conversations. I was getting so overstimulated and frustrated. I'm feeling this frustration for a few minutes. And I had to summon my courage. Like, you can do this. You can ask for what you need. You don't have to be worried about how it's going to land because if it doesn't come out right, that's okay. You can repair. <laughs> this, this is like the most non-judgmental group of people on the planet. <laughs> You're allowed to make requests of people to get your needs met. And so I said, 
you guys. <laughs> I'm a little worried about how this might come out, but can anyone who's not cooking right now please take their conversation out of the kitchen? Because I'm feeling a little overwhelmed by all the noise. And you know what? <laughs> they just immediately were like, oh yeah, sure, grabbed their drinks and went somewhere else. <laughs> I don't think I hurt anyone's feelings. I grounded my feet into the earth. I shared from my heart and made a request. And everybody was not only totally happy to say yes and go somewhere else, but I was congratulated by like three or four different people for asking for what I needed. So it felt like a real moment of victory over past nervous system tendencies. There was so much opening and healing that took place this weekend. We had single moms who have been holding in the pain that they've been going through and the hardship they've been experiencing finally have a space to let it out and be witnessed and held and nurtured. We had people who have never really been seen by their parents that finally got to be seen. We had people who were ready to step out and lead spaces themselves who got to do that and did it beautifully. It felt like everyone got what they came for, even if they didn't know exactly what that was at the beginning of the retreat. This weekend really showed me how far we go together. We have a quote on the sanctuary website that's an African proverb, and I'm not sure what tribe it comes from. If you know it, please share with me, because I would love to attribute it as accurately as possible. But it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And that really felt like the theme at this retreat in a lot of ways. There were a few themes that showed up, but that was one that really stood out for me personally. People made prosperity packs to work through limiting beliefs around money and being worthy of having everything they needed want. We danced together and laughed our asses off. I led a sacred rage workshop where we practiced expressing healthy aggression and completing nervous system cycles that a lot of us have been stuck in for much of our lives and people just went there <laughs> we were on all fours roaring and screaming and at one point one of the attendees stood up and she yelled at the top of her lungs with tears streaming down her face and her whole body on board she said i will never make myself small again how dare you teach me to shrink myself i will never fear my own power ever again we all went quiet and just watched her in awe. It brought a lot of us to tears watching her claim that and having heard her story over the last few days. We all followed suit and clapped and it was just fucking awesome. <laughs> like, these are things that, that just don't happen when we're alone or they don't happen quite the same way. Having the opportunity to be witnessed without judgment. Having people who can reflect back to us what they see. Giving us more contextual clues and perspective about our experience than we might be able to see in that moment. That is the healing salve that almost all of us are missing. When we look at our nervous systems and how as human animals we assess safety, first line of assessing safety is the social nervous system. The social nervous system is the gatekeeper of safety. If we don't feel safe there, shit starts to go awry. 
and simply being around others that you trust and feel safe with can unwind things in your nervous system instantaneously that just don't happen the same way when you're alone. My message to you is this. Number one, you should definitely come to our next retreat. And number two, if you long for community, remember that it is your birthright. You do not have to show up in a pretty way or a neat way. You just need to find that community that can hold you however you are that day, however you are in that moment. A community that is committed to deeper and deeper awareness, deeper love, more compassion, more understanding, more integration, and that you can trust yourself. Regardless of any diagnosis or belief or identity about yourself, you belong in community. You just have to find the right one. If you're looking for that place and you haven't checked out the Higher Self Sanctuary, I am inviting you to do that right now. Bring it up on your computer or your phone. It's linked in the description of this episode. You can also go to www.higherself.earth. We have tried to make it as affordable as possible. You can join us for as little as $7 a month. And if you can't do that, send me an email. Because if you want in, I want you in too. (laughs) We do not want money to stand in the way of community. And we look forward to the day where we can make it free. It is an absolutely incredible community and it's one of those truly safe spaces where you can come with any thoughts, any feelings, any experiences and be understood, not judged, held, loved. And there are incredible minds, healers, masters, amazing people in the community who are so eager to hold love, share what they know with no pressure to agree with them or take on what they said is absolute truth. I've learned so much from the people in there and it's just, it's fucking magical. I'm so proud of our community. I'm so honored to get to hold the feminine leadership role in it. It is an absolute honor to hold a space that people describe as unconditionally safe and loving. That means the world. So join us. We would love to have you. We all made such good friends during this retreat and would love to see you at the next one. Expand your circle, expand our circle, because we go farther together. Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at Karina.Davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more, alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. 
To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.hireself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.